Welcome to Pop Culture Elevator, where we can only go up until it's time to go down. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to take you down the pop culture rabbit hole. Definitely an adventure. We will look at newer films as well as some older. We will take big blockbusters to the chopping block. And make you aware of the smaller indies and my favorite, B, C, and D films. Not just that, but we'll talk about the news, the what's going ons, and whatever in pop culture today. Now Now let's let's get get this show on the road. And if you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Gmail at popcultureelevator.com. That's right. And you can also find us at our Instagram, Pop Culture Elevator, as well as our Twitter, PCE Podcast. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Before we get into the review, we'd like to tell you there will be spoilers. You've been warned. Right. So if you want to go watch the movie and come back to us, that would be great. All right. So I love that we're on episode 11. We've gotten over that 10 hump and uh, here we are on 11 and we are talking about Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. And for any of you guys who don't know, it's uh, Akimbo means dual wielding guns or flailing your guns at your side. Um, Kind of this infamous image of Daniel Radcliffe kind of flailing his guns and asking the cops for help. Uh, that's basically what it means. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, we are in for a ride today. I went through this whole movie, uh, trying to figure out like, why do they call this akimbo? Like, what are they going to explain this to us? Like, what the crap does akimbo mean? You know, and I guess that the director writer thinks you're smarter, <laughs> smarter than he is. Maybe I don't know. And thanks so, for the credit, but also no thanks at the same time. I don't know. Well, all the people are like, oh, you're the guns akimbo, dude. I, what does that mean? Like, how does everybody in this world know what akimbo means? But I don't. I, I've never heard the word before until I I think the that's movie, just so. one of those things that everyone's like, you didn't, you didn't know what that meant? Well, I, I Googled it like five minutes before you asked me, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've known that since before you were born. Yeah. <laughs> Take your nose out of the sky, so, people. Everyone who, you know, you probably most likely haven't seen this movie or if you saw the title of our episode and thought I'm going to go watch this before, you know, it's it's a it's a fast paced hour and a half film. Uh, It's about this guy, Miles. His life has hit rock bottom or so he thought his girlfriend left him and the only joy out of life he gets is being an Internet troll. One night he goes too far, starts trolling people on the chat room for this thing called Schism, which is an illegal internet show that pits people against each other to the death. The next day he gets kidnapped and has guns attached to his hands. And by attached, I mean they drill into his hand and bolt the guns onto him so he can't get them off. Yeah, and it's not like just one bolt. This is like 20 bolts to keep every piece of his hand attached to the gun. It's like every part, like every... Every knuckle, everything is all together. And so um, Every now he's got to fight their... <laughs> they've, they've got... Uh, they've got... Uh, he, they now have to fight... He now has to fight their best player, Nyx, uh, to the death. And so that's kind mm-hmm. of the plot. And it's really... That's the plot. Yeah, that's pretty much the plot. I mean, so... Uh, so he... Boom. He, you know, he kind of goes into this... Uh, what you were saying, you know, his boring life, and he's like, "All right, time to troll. Try to time to get some uh, good vibes for myself or whatever." I guess uh, hashtag self care for him uh, in that character, anyways. But uh, so he's going at it, and he talks crap to the wrong person, and um, they call him, you know, oh, big man behind the keyboard, eh? And next thing, you know, these guys are uh, they've got his IP address because. Uh, like an idiot, he doesn't use a VPN like Danny and I do, and uh, <laughs> so uh, they call him an amateur. Get his VP, uh, his IP address. Show up at his door and uh, cause chaos in Miles, played by Daniel Radcliffe's life. Right, and he's. It's funny because you know he lost his girlfriend, and like right after the IP address gets stolen, the girlfriend texts, and he thinks it's like the guy who ever got his IP address. But the girlfriend texts and she's like, hey, maybe I made a mistake or I hate the way things uh, left off. Let's meet. And they go ahead and decide they're going to meet. And so the next day, of course, he's got guns on his hands and he's being told he has 24 hours or he dies. Either, well, he dies by Nick's or 
he dies from them uh, somehow killing him if he tries to leave or if he tries if he goes over the 24 hours or any of that but he yeah. still like to, leaving the city still, and talking to the cops I think are against the rules kind of right yes yeah and, and they don't really like honestly now some movies set up the rules and you know all the rules for sure mm-hmm. like I feel like they gave him like the minimum amount of rules and said okay survive go ahead and, and yeah exactly and he didn't know what was going on he's not a and this is to their credit they made it really fun uh it feels like the love child of of the crank films you know like how those were edited yeah i can, I can like, see that yeah everything was like fast paced and and like boom 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 and it's really funny because with the Pick crank you, you knew what you were getting in yeah, in Crank, you knew what you were getting into, though, because, you know, Jason Statham is this action star uh-huh. and everything's going to be crazy action. But now you've got Daniel Radcliffe, who is not an action star. He's known for Harry Potter and he's known for Harry Potter. <laughs> you know, he's got and some, some other, other weird ones like Swiss Army Man and uh, and, and uh, horns. Yeah, horns and uh, enjoyable movies. I had a hard time getting through Swiss Army Man, but that's just because that's one of those movies I got to be like in the mood for and like it can't be late so I, I i have not actually made it all the way through in one piece i've seen the whole thing but not in one sitting my my wife and i and a couple of our friends went and saw it randomly one day i was the one who said hey let's go see this because it looks weird of course and uh my wife fell asleep halfway through and kept sleeping the whole time and my f- other friends yep. were like what what did I just watch? Yeah, but um, I thought Horns was really good. Who is also it was directed by Alejandra Aha, who did Crawl Ooh. from last week. <laughs> nice uh, so, shout out to last episode. Right. So this is directed by uh, Jason Leigh Howden. Uh, uh-huh. He only directed a movie called Deathgasm before, which I haven't seen, but I've heard about. It looks really weird. They summon a demon on accident. Yeah, I don't know how excited I am to see that. I but I am uh, a fan of his visual effects on War for Planet of the Apes and the Avengers. Right, and he was he was a visual effects artist before that, and he's got like thirty five or something credits to his name under that, but only yeah. two directing of actual films. The rest are all like a couple short films. But um, so he's kind of a newish director, and I guess this is the problem I have with him. And I'll, I'll say this out here is because. Right before the movie came out, he just started saying some like derogatory stuff on Twitter to oh, people, and yeah, it was a really big thing. And so then a lot of people were like, "Maybe we should boycott this film." I don't know. So, to what vein was this inappropriate? Was it racial? Was it transphobic? What? I don't remember honestly. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I just remember there being some some stuff he said that I was a little iffy about and some people are iffy about or whatever but I'm, I'm still gonna give the movie a chance because it looks fun and so yeah uh that you know this this might be the coffin and the nail you know the nail in the coffin to shut it all he may not ever get a real directing gig again after this especially since this movie kind of no. bombed no did it oh man i liked it a lot i mean you know me i like bombed, i though. love yeah but i you know me i love a lot of movies that bomb and then later on they're like a cult classic so, so this could totally become a cult classic. You know, Boondock I, I Saints bombed. Yeah, exactly. Totally. So, and, and Boondock Saints got a sequel. Um, and we'll talk about sequel later. But uh, so this stars Daniel Radcliffe, who we've talked about already. It also stars Samara Weaving, who you'll recognize from Ready or Not. The Netflix is The Babysitter. And she's also upcoming. She's playing Thea in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yes. Which is... Super exciting. It's super exciting. I mean, honestly, the I loved her in The Babysitter a lot. I think that's the first movie I saw her in. Uh, it was a Netflix movie, and I just loved it. She plays a satanic, um, but good-hearted and kind-hearted uh, babysitter who uh, just sold her soul to, so she could basically defend herself and be strong. And then uh, I saw her in Ready or Not, amazing movie again. She plays a really good... Um, you know, obviously, uh, she's, uh, slender, but she's a tough girl still. And it's really cool how she can kind of convey both. It's a hard sell, I think, sometimes, um, physically, especially in a movie like this, 
um, to sell those stunts. There wasn't so many. There uh, there weren't so many physical uh, tasks to take care of in the babysitter. Uh, Ready or not was more physical, but she did such a great job. And then um, like oh, and Ready or Not when she has to climb out of that pit. Oh gosh, we should do that movie anyways. Um, so then uh, now then she's we're so excited for her to come out as uh, Thea in Bill and Ted Face yeah, the Music as Bill's daughter, right? I'm not sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it out loud. I don't know. I'm not really sure. So. Uh, we'll just wait. I gotta watch the movies again. Yeah. I, I gotta watch the sequel again to to remember whose was whose. But well, her last name is Preston, so I think she's Bill S. Oh, Preston. Yeah, Esquire's well then, yes, that's then that would be it. So she's she's just an awesome actress. And one thing I have to say is it doesn't. You don't really know throughout the whole thing that Samara Weaving uh, is Nick's. You know, unless you looked it up, because she doesn't look like herself. So she's got all these. Right. Yes, she's got makeup on. She well, she's kind of just yeah. dirty uh, because she's constantly fighting in this death match. She really doesn't have time to bathe. <laughs> if you think about it, barely to eat. Yeah, you know, it's like she just goes. She keeps well, killing people because she's like the best of the competition, and so she, she gets a text. Oh, your next guy's Daniel Radcliffe uh, or Miles. Uh, I almost said Miles Davis. I don't know what his. <laughs> Miles, I don't know what his last name is in the Miles movie, but anyway, something. Okay, yeah, and uh, so and she's like, okay, and so she like goes immediately into like reconning uh, by breaking into a police station. By the way, which is a uh, hint towards uh, Miles. Who she is. Right. So, but I called oh, that immediately. I, I called it so pretty, we get into fast. this. Uh, in, yeah, as soon as I saw, I heard her. Uh, the, excuse me, the officer yell at her name and stare out the window that she just jumped out of. So, uh, you know, with such that presence, I was just like, "That's her dad!" Like, boom! Like, I'm just waiting for this this unfolding to happen the entire movie. But it just it wasn't something that was like so important that it was like, oh, you know, like. Right. Oh, you see it coming? That Once, ruins the movie. So before we get so. deep into it, because I think we're about to, I just want to mention one more person who pops yeah. up in the movie, and it's Reese Darby, who I absolutely love Reese Darby. You'll know him from Jumanji uh, 2 and 3. He's the guide who brings them in the Jeep and in the airplane. <laughs> and then he's in Flight of the Concords. He's the, he's the, con- uh, the, the band's manager. The manager. And then what we do in the shadows is also he's the... He's the werewolf. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to say right now, like if you watch this movie, blah, I cannot speak today. If you watch this movie for any reason, it's to watch that gentleman play a homeless crackhead oh. in the most hilarious so manner. Funny. I laughed so, so hard. Funny. Yeah, that well, was. Are you gonna ha- you're gonna have me feed you now too? <laughs> Yes. He's like, excuse me, can you uh, help me put my clothes on? And then he's like, okay, yeah, sure. And then he's like, uh, do you have any food? Oh, I got this hot dog. And then he's like, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I've had that hot dog for eight months now. I'm really glad to get rid of it. And I'm just good to sitting get rid there. Of it. I'm like gagging because he's got the freaking mustard no. on his face. He picked it up next to a empty condom or a used condom. Uh, yeah. And what looks like an empty bag of some sort of powdery yeah, drug. It, oh. uh, I don't know if it's uh, some sort of crack or... I'm assuming it's crack because it's next to the crackhead and he uh, is a very avid advocate of right. well, crack. And then also, so, so let's uh, jump from there uh, off of Reese Darby. I wanted to say this. Nix's special... Yeah. Like, she's got like a special thing that makes her awesome and it's doing coke. So she's yeah, it's like in the intro scene for her, they uh, like slam her face down, like trying to pin her down into submission. But it's like a drug house, so they like put her face into a pile of cocaine, and she's just like, "Thank you," like a one up, and she's like, that, and she just starts to kill and kick everyone. And it doesn't butt. matter how bad a situation she's in; if she gets some coke, she's a superhero or a superhuman. Yeah, she's, she's fine. She is basically. If they wanted to do a female Punisher movie, this is it right here. She is the Punisher, and she just... She, Big time. 
And she even, running through one sequence, has like a skull uh-huh. uh, type of makeup and attire. So yeah. I'm not going to say this. Before I say anything else about the film, I'll say this. The style was there. The movie had all sorts of style. The editing mm-hmm. was very fast-paced, uh, very boom, yeah. boom, boom. Uh, and, and it never left you bored. There was never a scene where I was like, I'm bored. It was just, it was predictable of a movie for me. Yeah, I never. predicted a lot of stuff, which is not really what this movie's about. It doesn't, it's not trying to be big twist. Right. It's not trying to do any of this. There are things where I was like, oh crap, they killed that person real fast when I didn't think they would. And, um, which is why I have a huge respect for movies like that, that shut off your brain and enjoy the adrenaline rush. Uh, because, you know, we're, we're in a very sensitive and very crucial, important time right now. But it is, it's just so much, you know, and it's just nice to just take a break and just watch something and take a little right. Utah. And I agree with you, you know, there. and not, not to, not to disengage from all of that important stuff, but just to take a moment to the, just The breathe. issue I come up with movies like these is that I literally had just watched, to me, a brilliant film. Uh, Dr. Sleep blew me away. I was just watched that the morning. Oh, so okay. I watched, uh, I watched no this at the end of the night and I just was kind of. The, the jokes fell a little flat to me. There, you got your pinky out after watching. Dr. Maybe that Sleep. was the maybe you're that like, was well, oh, Dr. Sleep gosh, blew me away, dude. I'm not. So I don't want to hype it up because I want you to watch I, it. I don't doubt it. But it blew me away. I watched that. No, I'm very excited. Three hours it. long, and it just. I was in it. I was in that movie, and especially since The Shining's my one of my all time favorite horror films. Uh, to have a sequel to it nice. that did such a good job. But anyway, I, I digress. We could do a whole thing about that later if we wanted to. Um, <laughs> yeah. The this one didn't really blow me away. It felt like Boondock Saints meets Crank, and that's fine. There's a time and a place for those type of movies. Just like you said, it's a turn your brain off popcorn film. I probably would have loved it yeah. even more had I seen it in the theater. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Again, one of those movies that the sound right. system. Would the help. music was great. I'll give you this. The soundtrack was fantastic. Oh. Dude, I was so jealous. So I've always wanted to make a cover, and I guess I could still do it. It doesn't matter. But I always wanted to make a cover for Ball. Oh, that was Blitz, good. And they did it, and I was just like, ah, well, dang it! Like, they beat me to it. I'm sure it's been covered. I, what happened times. to me is I was watching that scene, and I was like, why is Wayne's World coming into my head right now? Like, why am I thinking about <laughs> Wayne's World right now? And then I realized because of Cassandra <laughs> and Crucial Time. For me, it was like, oh, oh my gosh, this is Ballroom Blitz. And where, I, whenever I think of Ballroom Blitz, I think of Cassandra singing it on Wayne's World. Of course. And of and course. so anyway, soundtrack is fantastic. The 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 cover for You Spin Me Right Round. Um. Yes, that was right. earlier in the movie. The. Uh, so a guy uh, listeners passengers this movie is all about the action it goes from gun shootings to gun shootings yeah. to gun shootings well there's a scene where he works at a uh, he works at this really bad pay for play um, stupid cell phone game company where he's a computer he's a computer <laughs> programmer for it and he hates it and the the yeah. manager the owner or whatever is a real douchebag and he yeah oh my gosh he's the worst and finally he's like getting pissed off the guy's like maybe you should leave forever i'm just joking he's like one of those type of guys and (laughs) the worst thing to joke about you've lost your job here's a going away card miles is back there trying to get this tracker off his phone and and the manager comes up to him and all of a sudden he's he's like oh you suck manager he's got the guns out and he's got them in his face and then he's like, man, I'm sorry. I've just had a really bad day. And all of a sudden, the manager's head explodes because Nix is behind him. Yeah. And you think like, oh, no, because his yeah. guns are bolted to his hands. Maybe he accidentally pulled the trigger and everyone's going to be like, no, you know, but it was yeah. it was her. It was Nix. Uh, and unfortunately, we kind of didn't preface like he goes to his work to get rid of this tracker. I, I misheard you at first. I think you, you, I I did, think you yeah. said it. But I, I just did, yeah, this reception is meh. But, um, yeah, coming at you live from uh, Lake Texoma <laughs> for 4th of July, everybody. Uh, gotta love the reception out here in the uh, open right. air. But, yeah, he goes there and so, he goes uh, to his anyways. friend, his buddy, who I tried to look up to see if he was any, in anything before. And apparently the last, the only thing he really was in was Deathgasm, which was this director's other thing. I guess he was one of the stars. So, anyway, but this kid's funny. Yeah. This guy, the guy who plays him, he does a pretty good job. And... Um, 
Nix comes in, he shot the boss, and uh, Miles jumps in next to his buddy, and he's like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta make a distraction. You gotta let me run for it." So the buddy pops up and shoots Nix in the head yeah. with a Nerf gun. And yes, like, which is uh, as a friend, oh, that's a baller is. move. Like you don't but have the, a gun, you use the Nerf looks gun. At him and he goes, "Listen, mistakes were made." <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I love that. And he jumps down, and I love the. There's commentators who are commenting on this web show the whole time, and they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> schism watch Nerf guy's my favorite guy." You know, like they're like, "I can't believe that guy did that." Yeah. But anyway, again, it's all just a lot of running and gunning. But there's some scenes you kind of find out that uh, you know Miles doesn't want to kill her, so to make it all everything this guy Richter who's I guess the bad guy he owns he runs schism he kidnaps uh, the girlfriend of or the ex-girlfriend of mm-hmm. Miles and which we didn't really go into that scene at all but that was hilarious how he's just like I gotta talk to somebody by getting these guns off of my hand so he goes and makes yeah, the date he goes- and she <laughs> he he's very good about hiding the guns and uh, so he jumps into her car, like the window's down. And so he just kind of like barrel rolls into it uh, while she's almost about to drive away. And she's like, we're not going anywhere till you calm down. And he's just like, he has no choice but to be like, okay, cool. Yeah, and she's got a freaking rocket launcher. <laughs> and they're like, she's got a bazooka. She's got a rocket RPG aimed at their car. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> and so... She, they drive off, and this Mini Cooper, he, she totally could have tagged him. So easy. But she uses it on the drone because she's very annoyed with the Schism host. So then that leads us, I guess, into this. Uh, Schism, the only reason she's doing this is because she's got a huge record from the police, and they promised her, Schism promised her that right. if she did all these episodes or whatever, that she her, her record would be expunged. And that she would be free. And she also was in a, ma- you know, you find out she was in a, um, a sane asylum before and she escaped the insane asylum. And then through that, you find out that she's afraid of fire, like death by fire, because mm-hmm. she, she was in the car of her with her mom and sister when this when Richter, the, the bad guy, and she doesn't know this, Richter. but the father took down Richter's people and to she was a police officer and to do it. He was getting yeah. too close. And to so schism, Richter basically. put a bomb in the car and it killed everyone except for her and her dad. Uh, she, the dad was able to grab her out of the car and she never really recovered from that. And so then, of mm. course, you find out that the police officer, we've already talked about this, but the police officer following her is the father. Yeah. And you find out that Richter owns the police, which you kind of guessed that from that whole Eminem scene. He owns one well, guy. Sure. Maybe <laughs> yeah. more. We're not really sure. But we know he owns one guy. And yeah, I figured he was a bad guy because of the Eminem thing and why the hell did they show us him doing the Eminem thing? Oh, right. He's always so lackadaisical. Right. So the girlfriend really figures that out real fast and Richter tells him that they own the police. And, you know, it's just... Uh, okay. So this is where things get annoying with me. I, I just felt so, so predictable movie... And there was no substance. Like, that whole thing, the whole backstory where she's afraid of fire. Like, the only reason they did that part was to make the ending for her be all the more, like, holy crap, I can't believe she did this. Yeah, and... They're... Honestly, I just... uh, They had to do it to make her character favorable and to give Daniel Radcliffe a shred of a chance. Right, and so he was the... They were both, and let me get this past. They were both fantastic in this movie. They were. They yeah, did not they play it bad. They looked like they had fun with it. Every other actor in it looked like they had fun. Um, I thought the cop was a bad the actor. Only, yeah, he just wasn't anything special, but nothing to write home about. Uh, but you were saying uh, earlier when we were talking on our own that Richter was the only kind of, kind of over-actor, but it's because he's being so oh, sarcastic. he's, the, he's and the big bad He's guy. trying to be funny. Yeah, so he's the e- eclectic villain. So uh, he has to well, be that way. And, but he yeah, does it well. Exactly. And so to say all this stuff, they're running <laughs> and gunning. They shoot at each other. <laughs> <laughs> they're running and gunning at each other. They're doing all this stuff. And you 
finally get to this scene after so the the bad cop they pick them up they finally get uh miles the police get him they're driving he's trying to get to a hospital to get the guns off you find out no they're going to use him as bait to get nicks and the bad yeah. cop is with them and the bad cop ends up shooting the dad of nicks and so now nicks has no one and uh but miles but miles i guess yeah now she and has so miles <laughs> miles comes up with a plan there's this whole thing where you think Miles might have died and then they go backwards and they show that Miles actually made a deal with Nick's yeah. and so Miles has a bullet. Again, a predictable yeah, point in Miles the movie. Miles has a... Like we, I was just like, why didn't he grab the bulletproof vest? There's no the way he didn't he grab says, the bulletproof oh, vest. bulletproof vest. And, <laughs> yeah, and then they rewind. That line, like the, yeah, it's just there's like... There's a lot of like, oh, I'm going to lay this groundwork for you and then maybe you'll see something pop up. But no, it's like, I'm going to put this here and you're going to guess it right away. And so... They get, which I think is the genius part of the movie, though, is that like as you kind of go through the movie, uh, you know, everyone's watching like they're watching a webisode, right. right? And so they really do a good job of immersing you, and so you're kind of like you know, like we're talking back and forth and bantering and whatnot. It's kind of like you're interacting with like on the Schism Network, and it's like, oh, hmm, you know, like I have my opinion about whatever, and uh, making snippy comments and whatnot, and it's kind of cool, like. We take right. it that way. I don't have a. I don't know. I, I don't have I take an issue with any of it. You know, like it. The movie didn't. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Like wasn't terrible for me. It just wasn't my favorite movie. And um. So. But let's just say it's one of the best uh, Daniel Radcliffe movies post. Post Harry Potter. Potter. Sure, I'll give you let's that. that. I'll give you that. It's it's one of yeah. his better films. Yeah. <laughs> I still like Horns more. Uh, that movie blew me away okay. in different okay. ways. A blew me away is the wrong word. That movie yeah. just took me in a different way. So, okay. They're at the yeah. bad guy's lair, basically. We'll call it a lair. Dun, dun, and dun. they're going through, and it's a video game, basically. At this point, they're shooting everybody. They're going through. The bad guy's like, I'm not afraid of them. And then the head of the security comes in, and he's like, they're coming in. They're coming in. He's like, well, why don't you send the death squad? And he's like, the death squad is dead. And then he starts... He's like, that's not ideal. And he starts freaking out and he grabs the girlfriend and he's like, we're going to go up top and we're going to get onto a helicopter, which was very, uh, very bad guy-esque anyway. And they go through basically a video game level. Let's go to this place, this place, this place. And he's like, how do we know where they are? Follow the bad guys. They get to the place where everything is uh, set up, like all the all the schism that's like their headquarters they get there and you realize yeah. the bad guy the big hit bad guy had already taken the girl and left and Nix is like well this is not where we want to be there's too many bad guys you know it's very video game-esque and um she straps on a uh bunch of dynamite and tells Miles uh peace out <laughs> you know and right. She dies by explosion, dies by fire, which, you know, that whole thing. Full on kamikaze. A very cool move, honestly, because I don't know. I feel like she was uh, cleaning her own record. Yeah. It it was neat. It was a cool scene. And then he, of course, goes and finds the bad guy. And he's. Oh, by the way, I don't think we mentioned this. His his guns that are attached to him. He only has 50 bullets each hand. Her. But honestly, dude. Okay, so as a gun owner, uh. For self-defense and hunting, uh, you know, I don't like to uh, trophy hunt. I only eat, uh, I only kill what I eat, excuse me. Anyways, so uh, the clip uh, that I have actually holds like 16 plus 1. And so you could easily hold 50 rounds and that's what he has. Each gun has 50 rounds. Uh, so it's like having three clips uh, if you have an FNP9 like mine, if you know what that is. Sorry for that tangent. But uh, the I always was kind of let down that they limited him by like capping the uh clip like i don't understand why he couldn't like because they wanted him to, if he they wanted, wanted to, him you know to lose. that was the point yeah because he was a right so troll. he was just let that be a lesson to you trolls oh, yeah. out there <laughs> uh so he you know he's got 50 each and at this point he's got one bullet left and so he goes up to the top and he's 
He's mm-hmm. the girlfriend's trying to be all, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, th- we need to get out of this or whatever. And so he's he's like, oh, you have one bullet left. Huh? How are you going to get me? And he's like, with this. And he shoots it. And this is way off. He misses. And, uh, so and bad. He starts running at the bad guy and they get into a fight. He gets shot a bunch. And uh, he basically throws Richter off of a... Beats the crap out of him and then throws him off of a building. Supposedly. No, not... What do you mean? So, no, he totally beat the crap out of him and threw him off. No, no, no. No, no. He he uh, kind of pauses that. So he does fire the shot, and, and um, but they actually engage in a fight. But that whole thing that you see no, is like an imagining. Just after he's he throws kind of like the guy off is what he imagines. And then... Yes. 100%. I'm going to fight with you on this no, one. 100%. The fight leading the up to... The part that he imagines is after. All right. she says... He says, apparently... After you beat the crap out of a bad guy and throw him off a building, it's not all about the girl wanting to kiss you. She was afraid of him. I just don't know if, uh, like, okay, so I agree with you, like, that he beat the crap out of him, but not oh, as gracefully that, as he did. He definitely killed him. He threw him off the I'm building. Trying to say. And so, I don't think, that's why I'm like, I don't know if he beat the crap out of him. I think he defended himself and succeeded. But I, but as far as like beating the crap out of him, I think he just got a good I, shot. I think he beat the crap out of him. I, off I of think the only thing that it, he made he you know, made up so in his anyways, head was we coming at him and kissing him and, and living happily ever after. Yeah, but speaking of uh, Miles slash Daniel Radcliffe's toughness, I have to say like mad props and respect to Daniel Radcliffe because uh, he's not the kind of guy that you can knock out with one punch. So they yeah. try to knock him out earlier in this movie so they can do this surgery for attaching the guns. And so uh, he's like, the, the dude, like with this big, huge punk mohawk, muscly guy, uh, just clocks him right in the mouth. And Daniel Radcliffe is obviously stunned, but he didn't, didn't, he's still standing. And he's just like, why did you do that kind of? And the, the punk guy is just kind of like, well, that, that normally knocks him right out cold. <laughs> so he keeps trying until the the other girl assistant or crony or whatever darts him in the neck. And I, I just had to say, like, oh, my God, you know, like, I'm really glad they, they didn't make Harry right. Potter like, a, you know, one punch, you know, knockout guy. So uh, anyways, uh, I, I kind of like to agree with you that he might have beat the crap out of the villain just because I like to think that. Harry Potter slash Daniel Radcliffe is a tough guy. So, uh, you know, despite not being like a super huge so buff Thor I do want to say one thing. So, before, anyways, before Nick uh, dies, she does have the digress. best line in the whole movie. For me, at least. She just, she gets her fingers cut off. Yeah. She's like yeah. trying to stop a knife from being thrown off her and her two middle <laughs> fingers get cut off. Without, like, she just looks at her fingers being cut off and without missing a beat, without freaking out or screaming or anything, she looks at me and she goes, well, that's going to make Friday nights pretty lonely. <laughs> right, and she's so awesome. Yeah, it just he, continues the fight with a cut-off finger. Right, and, and Miles takes one of the fingers, the middle finger, actually, right? and, and he puts them in his pocket. He middle takes the middle finger, puts it in uh, Richter's mouth when he's about to fall off the building and pushes him, you know, hits him with his hands and makes that. him fall and kill himself. Later in the movie, so I say later, a few minutes later... You see that he obviously didn't die. Uh, not Richter, but um, Miles. Miles obviously didn't die from his uh, gunshot wounds. And, he, you know, he was bleeding out. But um, Miles is wearing Richter's... Uh, not Richter's. Miles is wearing Nix's ring later on. And so then you f- you find out that... Yeah. Earlier, the they, they got Very a cool list ring. of names of Schism going to be in other cities... And he got all the addresses and names of the people who were going to run it. And he decided he's basically, yeah, and basically he's going to go and, he was and in be the control this center. hitman and take out all of these people so Schism is no more. That's where the sequel kind of pops in. Well, I say sequel pops in. If they were going to do a sequel, that's what they could do with it. And I'd be totally okay with that. But I think the movie would actually take a hit not having Nick's in it, you know. But there's... 
I agree. I think that Nyx was a, an amazing character at first. Uh, again, it's kind of a hard sell. But uh, you just kind of fall in love, just like any of her other movies. You fall in love with her character, yeah. and you're just like, you want her to succeed, and you want her to be able to do these things. And um, and, yes. and she sells it, the physicality of it as well. So it's uh, it's like, all right, cool. Like, heck yeah. And so she did it again in this movie. Knocked it out of the park as far as uh, like really selling her character. And uh, so what, yeah, what are this your thoughts, Mark? you recommend this to about. the passengers listening? So this is where you're going to get one of my first recommendations that's for a movie that is just fun. I Yes, so for me, this movie is like Harry Potter uh, meets The Purge minus The Magic. So uh, you turn his gun into 50 bullet dual-wielding guns. And uh, that's a pretty cool one to me. Anyways, uh, I still love uh, an ex- a Patronus charm just as much as anybody. Uh, but anyways, love this movie and maybe, yeah, add in a dash of crank as far as like style of shooting. And, uh, yeah, I think you have this film and it's super fun, but if you're not into that type of like an action, all guns, adrenaline, uh, not really in it to, you know, get, uh, emotive about a movie, you just want to like watch something fun. Yes, you have my recommendation. But if you're looking for the next, like, Oscar winner or, like, best picture, no. And you're looking to, like, uh, you know, philosophize about the whole, you know, meaning of life after this movie, no. That's not this film. Uh, You will need to search elsewhere. But you do have my recommendation. It's not my favorite film. Um, It it feels like if I were 18, 19, 20 in the college age or high school age even – if I would have seen this then, I would have gone crazy and thought it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Now that I'm a little bit older, uh, you know, it, it was good. It was fun. I see the good bits of it. It, it. In that good way, it felt like Boondock Saints and Crank and all that mixed together. Um, it is worth seeing for Daniel Radcliffe and Samara Weaving yeah. and also Reese Darby as well. It is worth seeing for those characters yep. and the actors. And it's worth, um, yeah. it's worth a one watch I wouldn't go out and buy the the 4K Blu-ray or the Blu-ray or whatever. I uh, it's it's definitely a watch it if you can get it on streaming or however else you want to get it. I think if you're a diehard Harry I Potter know, fan, like um, you know, like I think her name's Phoebe Robinson from Two Dope Queens. She's like a diehard uh, Harry uh, Daniel Radcliffe fan, Harry Potter fan. Like Maybe. that person needs the four. Maybe this is such gonna a watch different anything, movie. Harry, uh, you know Daniel Radcliffe. But if you're not a huge fan, just, just don't, go I get don't, the, I the just Blue don't think it's a need to buy. Blue it's a definitely a renter or a streaming. Any, that's what I'm trying to say. But I liked it. I disagree. I think I because I had like the eight feature or excuse me eight disc blu-ray collection of harry potter so i need that sitting you know well we're alphabetized but i need that (laughs) in proximity to my harry potter discs no 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 no, not that that was horrendous i just again like you said like like, i was exactly like funny that what you described when she how she slept through it earlier the first time watching same thing happened to me i just all i'm trying to say is that i don't think this movie is for harry potter fans (laughs) i think it's for people who possibly like daniel radcliffe too much or a lot but and if that's if that's the case yeah yeah if you liked ready or not if you like the babysitter if you like crank if you like boondock saints this movie is for you this is a movie that goes balls to the walls and is a lot of fun, and you see it because it is a lot of fun. Whether or not you'll watch it again, that's why I say go and rent it first. Yeah. Yeah, so let's uh, let's hear a word from our sponsors, and then let's also go into our B-Days and news. So now we're on to birthdays. July 5th, we have Huey Lewis. We all know Huey Lewis oh. because Huey Lewis and the news. Huey Lewis and the news. It's hip to be a square. Oh. And, and I always think but of... Back to the I future. I always think of... Well, yeah, Back to the Future. I also think of American Psycho. Oh, good call. Where yeah, where he's killing the dude. He's got the... <laughs> he's got the basically trash bag on or the, the water, you know, like a yeah. men's suit on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I oh, love I totally Lewis. forgot about that. Fantastic music, y'all, oh, dude, music, and the power of love, which in... Newfound Glory oh. just covered. Oh, that was a which really was cool fantastic. cover. But that's the power of love. 
I love how your power of love sounded like hip to B square. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's Timmy Jul- uh, Lewis. He's very consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Ju- July 6th, we have Eva Green. Eva Green uh, blew me away in an indie film back in the day. Oh, which one? And, oh gosh, it was a French, they were in France, and it had the dude Oh, from, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it had the dude from Boardwalk Empire who was the, not the, he was basically the gopher guy for uh, uh Yeah, from Steve Funny Buscemi's People. Character. Yeah, from Funny People. <laughs> uh, so I can't think of what the movie's called right now, but it so was sorry. a great movie. Dreamers. The Dreamers. Yes. That's what it's called. It's called The Dreamers. So I saw her first there, but she really blew me away in the the James Bond. Oh, yeah. With Daniel yeah, Craig. Yeah, the, the, yes. So that was the best part of that movie, the the death of her. Yeah. Like, that really sold that Bond movie for me, because up till then, I was like, this isn't a Bond movie. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know, um, but then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, there we go. There we are. Yeah. That was good. Uh, um, and then, of course, she's she's in your that show you like. Uh, which didn't one? you watch it? The one where she's it's like all horror movie characters. Oh, but, but you're Penny not talking Dreadful. about. Oh, no. so uh, I've been trying to get into it. It's just one of those things that the stars never aligned for me, but I've been really trying. Oh, okay. But, you know, she was in other things. She was in other things. Yeah. Uh, and so I like Evergreen. Uh, Dark Shadows, actually. Uh, she can. Oh. <laughs> I actually really I liked her in Dark, Dark Shadows. Shadows. I know. Say I what you Dark will, uh, guys. But uh, passengers, excuse me. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I really liked that movie. Uh, I didn't like She's Rise really of an Empire, been... the three hundred movie. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't really care that much. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't waste your time. I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't gonna. But um. She's just one of those people that, like, after uh, Tim Burton broke up with Helena Bonham Carter, or mm. after they broke up, I don't know if he broke up with her, but after they broke up, he started using Evergreen and everything instead of Helena Bonham Carter. So. Oh, that's funny. It's, it's, yeah, isn't it? So, but she's she's also awesome in those type of movies. Yeah, anyway, and I like we'll Frank Miller's Sin oh. City, uh, you know, Dame to Kill for. I, that's where I think I saw her from uh, at first, and I was like, okay, okay. She's. It's been such a long time since I've seen 2014. Uh, and I think I saw it So, but yeah, yeah. Uh, July sixth is also <laughs> Kevin Hart. Yes, Kevin we Hart. Like Kevin Hart here. Yeah, love you, dude. Like honestly, you're hilarious, <laughs> man. Oh, and uh, if you think I'm funny, technically another fellow uh, short man comic. So uh, from one <laughs> man to another, much love for you. Uh, also, Sylvester Stallone on the same day. Yes, I, I like Sylvester Stallone a lot. I, I'm, I'm a really big fan of his older films. Of course, Rocky is one of my favorite series ever made. Right, and not I, all of them. I, I really, I cannot stop watching Demolition Man. Like, if I'm not doing anything, Demolition <laughs> you know, Man's like at just, the top of my list. Hey, then I'm gonna blow you away. They just uh, said they're making a part two. Yeah, yeah. I think you told me that like maybe a week or two ago, and I, I was, okay. I freaked out. I was like, Oh my god, Simon Phoenix, Wesley Snipes. Oh, ah! Look, yeah, yeah. That's well, Wesley I Snipes can't even, needs the money right now. I can't even <laughs> articulate it right now. <laughs> uh, so then, next July seventh, we have Ringo Starr. I'm always gonna uh, mention the Beatles whenever they have a birthday coming up. Uh, Ringo Starr was, of course, the drummer of the Beatles. Not the original drummer, but no. the one that everyone knows. Yeah. So it's really cool that Ringo Starr, still alive, still making music. Not bad music. Yeah. July 8th, Kevin Bacon. Yes. Six degrees, at least six degrees away from Kevin Bacon for almost every actor out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Even man. Even more so since he just did that. He's just done that horror movie with... Um, yeah. Yeah, that new horror movie that came out. It's a younger actress. Oh. That I can't think of her name right now, and it's going to bother me because I had it. Not and it's Tremors, right? Not Tremors. No, we just did a new horror movie that just came out like two weeks ago or a week ago where it's like the house is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, oh. and there's like some ghosts and stuff. It's, oh, You Should Have Left is what it's called. Yeah. And it looks it looks really creepy. So It's actually on on my queue. I really liked a lot of uh, his stuff. You know, I mean, uh, so he was an invisible man. So just a little shout out to one of our previous episodes. Oh, uh, excuse me. Yeah, he was an invisible man. 
in Hollow Man, excuse me. And I really loved that uh, movie, actually. we I think we've expressed that before. And, uh, and uh, what was that? Stir of Echoes, another great Stir little Echoes, horror movie. Stir of Echoes, I love Stir of Echoes. Oh, God. Uh, Kevin Bacon's in so many movies. Right. He does everything. Yeah. Tremors. Thank you so much for you Tremors. Know. Yeah, because I just finished all five of those, and I actually, you know, it takes a little dip. But the story's cool, and... Um, like I, it it's kept too me, bad. and I watched all those it's, in like a, a day or two, and I really enjoyed the last ones. It's too bad that his the TV series didn't Kennedy. go through. Yeah, well, I just saw a TV movie is happening or happened, uh, but I wonder if that was just Tremors. But that's that's the that is the TV movie is the footage that they filmed for the show. Badass. And they're using it to make the movie. Well, I really so like that they do like that a, because, you know, you know when they just cancel something and you don't get anything from it? Like, this is, hey, this is, this is a middle ground, right? Right. Um, moving on, <laughs> Milo Ventimiglia. I, I really like Milo Ventimiglia. Um, you'll know him now from This Is Us. He's the father. But my, <gasps> I guess my You mean Heroes? Will, Yes, my generation knows him as heroes, yeah. and uh, and before that, he was in uh, Petrelli, dude, in the Gilmore Girls. I'm sorry that I don't pronounce your name correctly, so that when Danny said your name, that I didn't know exactly who you were at first. But huge <laughs> fan, I love heroes so much. Uh, yeah, Peter Petrelli, like. I am now I'm gonna have to watch that all over again. Uh, thank you. No, you only have to watch the first season. No, I oh, baloney, baloney, sir. I I like I like the that. whole thing, but the second huge dip in quality. That's only because it was during it was during the writing eh. strike. Oh well. Anyway, that's not his fault. Fantastic, I liked him. He was also uh, he also played he also in played Gotham. Rocky's son. In uh, Rocky Balboa. Oh yeah. What'd you say about Gotham? <laughs> uh, apparently. Oh my he was gosh. In Gotham. He was. Uh, he was Jason a bad Lennon. guy. Yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah. 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 Man, I, I. And then uh, he's been in. Uh, he was in uh, the. Uh, uh, that's my boy. That's Chad, oh. the weird brother. I don't want to have to explain that rule, but he's he's fun. He's he's a great. He does the serious and the hopeful and the jovial. Right. He does it all. Like I, I really like to this see guy. him reprise his role or all of the characters reprise the role in that Heroes revival. I never watched it, but because mm. it didn't have the original actors, I need to rewatch it. It's been a while, but I was Those so four seasons are fun when they didn't when they didn't right. go through July 9th, yeah. We have Tom Hanks, America's father. <laughs> Tom Hanks who just uh, who just had coronavirus was one of the first famous people to have it him and his wife and he's out there now saying hey idiots I'm your father wear a mask yeah exactly and I thank you so much for uh, you know just being a person that everyone would at least listen to uh, whether or not they disregard it because of their opinions or education or upbringing whatever uh you know thank you so much for speaking up about that because during this time it's extremely important everything is spiking up again unfortunately it's uh seems like america is kind of mishandling this i hate to d diss america on the fourth of july but um just as you look at other countries and and the levels of covid and whatnot um but, you know, uh, we it's very important when uh, an icon speaks up on an issue like this. And we're just uh, so glad, uh, you know, that you're still healthy and that, um, you know, thank you so much for all you've blessed us with. So many comedies. Forrest Gump and not that, that, that it's a comedy, but, you know, uh, Big. I love Big. Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, man. I right. just watched um, oh. on a plane. I just watched uh, uh, the... Be my neighbor. Won't you be my neighbor? Is that what it's called? Or or beautiful day. Oh beautiful yeah, day I haven't had a chance. And yeah, beautiful day. I <laughs> cried my eyes out that whole damn movie. He's not even the star of the movie. Uh, thanks he's for warning just me. a part of the movie, and he's so good. That's why he won an Academy Award oh, for being uh, for being you know not the uh, star. And so, 
So he's only in he's it for a little bit? for a lot of the movie, but he's not the star of the movie. It's about the reporter. But it's it's very good. <laughs> really, I can't recommend it enough. Um, after Tom Hanks, we've got the legendary Fred Savage. <laughs> Wonder oh Years. Oh, my gosh. I, I recently rewatched Wonder Years, uh... And I have man, to ask I you, loved it when so you rewatched it, did you did you tell could you tell that a lot of the music wasn't the same? So when it what? when they re-released it, it and then it when I they re-released it, they uh, lost a lot of the licenses to it, and so anything that was no. DVD or Blu-ray or any of that, I think the most the recent Blu-rays might different? it's. What would you do if I sang out of tune? What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and you walk know, out of me? used to watch that as a yeah. kid. I had no clue that that was the Beatles. I mean, that wasn't the Beatles singing it, obviously. But that was oh, the Beatles what? song. Well, I was a little kid. I didn't know. Yeah. But uh-huh, um, right, great right. show. And then, of course, he's grown up and directed a bunch of stuff. And he's just always funny when he pops up and things. But I have to say, I really liked him right. in uh, uh, Dr. Evil. Uh, why did my brain... Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin gold Powers member. gold member. Like, yeah. Moly, 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 moly. I'm gonna <laughs> chop that up and make guacamole. <laughs> moly sauce. Uh, yeah. I but love great that director. Too. I love he gold. He did a lot of Nickelodeon stuff for a while. He was directing a lot of those shows. So it's cool that he's still around yeah, doing um, stuff. And I, he even made an appearance in Deadpool 2. Really oh, like that. No, only if you watch the Christmas version. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. I watched both. Did you? Uh, yeah, because uh, with my voodoo, it the, gave the Christmas both. version bothered me only because it so. took out everything that made Deadpool Deadpool. But the best parts of it. Yeah, but dude, we gotta um, get a voodoo sponsorship. How many times do we drop? Well, we Voodoo's both name? use voodoo a lot. <laughs> so uh, yeah, coming up do. next, we have July tenth, and it's I am going to. Mispronounce this name. Chiwetel Ejiofor? Ejiofor? Ah, I can't. I'm so bad. I... You'll know him as Mordo, Mordo from Doctor Strange. Oh! Oh my god, I'm yeah, so sorry. Then, <laughs> yes. This guy, um, he was in 2012. I really liked him as Adrian Hemsley. Uh, he's the author uh-huh. that's like going around and like he's the only one that's thinking straight basically but he didn't um, besides he didn't John really Cusack. get I mean he's been around for a lot and he's done a lot of movies but I think he really got a big start with or not start but like a, everyone started knowing his name or at least knowing who he was after he did 12 Years a Slave and, and from yeah. then on he's yeah. done The Martian he was in Netflix's uh not Netflix, I'm sorry. He was in Triple mm-hmm. Nine. It was not a Netflix movie, I apologize. Uh, Doctor Strange. Um, and then he's just done a bunch of movies after that. He's going to be in Doctor Strange 2 is probably, I guess, the bad guy. Since the way that they ended Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Too much magic. So that's cool. And then... Um, or wizards, too many wizards. After yeah. that, we have uh, June 11th. Our last birthday is Greg Greenberg. Greg Greenberg's one of those guys, you've seen him so much, but he was uh, in Alias, J.J. Abrams' show. And then he's just been put into a, a ton of different stuff, but you'll recognize him more from the new Star Wars movies. Again, from oh, Heroes. Heroes. Yes. But yeah. Also. Heroes, he was the guy who could, who could hear everybody's thoughts. And he, exactly. had, a, he had a bad marriage. And uh, man, he actually has a really great oh. story. Yeah, the whole arc of that marriage oh, is fantastic. Very and um then he was also in the new Star Wars trilogy. Also Hollow in Man, Hollow yeah. Man. So he pops up in yeah. a lot of stuff. I'm yeah. just, I, and I, I read this really cool thing that J.J. Abrams was like, hey, do you want to be in my Star Wars movies? And and he was like, let me think about that. Yes. You know, like, they're just friends and he puts <laughs> yeah. them in everything. So. No. Mm-hmm, maybe. I, I'll give yeah. you a call. Happy birthday that? to our celebrities. <laughs> so let's Happy get birthday. into some news now. This is, this just, oh my gosh. We've probably talked about the Snyder Cut almost every single one of our uh, podcasts now. And now that it's all happening and because they've greenlit it and everything, it just feels like it's just going to keep on going. We're going to keep hearing new things pop up. Reportedly, Ben Affleck has signed a deal with HBO Max to come back and play Batman in 
huge. That's so awesome. Whether this is the show they were talking about or the movie they were talking about, whatever it is, I don't care. I want my Batfleck. As you all... As you all know, I love Batfleck. Um, So I'm pretty excited about that. I guess we'll see if, uh, you know, the bigger news, not bigger news, but news that would be comparable to this is if Jared Leto says, or if Jared Leto starts getting a contract or whatever, because apparently they want him back. Um, And I know not a lot of you like Jared Leto as Joker, and I know you don't really care for him as Joker, but I'd like to give him another chance. There's just no reason for him yet in the movie. They could have taken him out of Suicide Squad and it would have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. But uh, if, if... yeah, honestly, I'd rather see him with messed up teeth as opposed to. I would a rather. Grill. I, I would love it if this movie that comes out is a prequel, and they show us the whole Jason Todd debacle. That would be great. Please. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, Ben Affleck's not getting any younger. Jared Leto can play whatever age he wants. That dude's twenty all the time. Um. Yeah, and this is uh, the sound of me getting down on my knees and begging you to please give us that story arc in movie form. Jason Todd's story would be amazing. Um, And guys and gals, passengers, if you have not ever read the Jason Todd story or know what we're talking about, please go and read uh, the Batman uh, Jason Todd stories. Go back or just look it up or find something on it. Or you could watch watch Batman Beyond The Return of the Joker and you'll get Mm -hmm. a lot of that story in there. Even though it's Batman Beyond mm-hmm. and it's in the future, I think it's on HBO. It's, it's on, HBO on something. Max. It is on it's streaming on HBO somewhere, Max. and it's also on yeah, DC Universe or HBO Go, but only for the next thirty <laughs> days because it ends at the end of this month. HBO yep, Max and takes over. I love over. my HBO Max. I actually was telling someone when HBO Max came out, I said, "Oh, there's not enough on here to be great." And then um, I watch HBO Max more than I watch my Disney Plus account, so. I don't watch my Disney Plus account because it's always buffering. But now that I'm not going through two brick walls, it behaves a little little bit better. Excuse me. Uh, Allergies. Yeah. Uh, So then next up, Sony is saying that uh, Spider-Verse 2 will be even more visually dazzling than the first one. Okay. Okay. Ow. Do it. Oh, my god. You know what? You did the first one and you blew me away. Do it with the second one. I don't even... You don't even have to make it... Do it you don't again. even have to do anything more with the visuals, and I'll be happy. Spider Verse was the best. Yeah, Just give me another the best Spider Man that's ever come out. Uh, movie. It was. I've watched. It, it really is. I don't know how many times now. I love that movie. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. Um, what would you say between that game and the Arkham game? What are you talking about? You talking about? Uh, the Marvel Spider-Man game? Because they're both games of the year, right? Talking about Marvel yeah. Spider-Man game? Because I was just talking about... Well, I was, Versus... Uh, it's Arkham. funny that you jumped from the movie to the to the game. But uh, that that game yeah. blew me away. Yeah. And I... Oh, gosh. Dude, Arkham was such a good trilogy. Or quadril, if you want to count Origins as part of that. Um, mm-hmm. Because... Hmm, they are both the same to me. It felt very much like yeah. the bones of Spider-Man were the bones of Arkham. Mm-hmm. I I like yeah. the Arkham exactly. games so much. Yes. I like the Marvel games so much, and I'm excited for the for Every their new one. Arkham game that they're supposedly bringing out. So, I and I'm very proud to say I beat all of those games within like 36 hours of like their I got release. Oh, excuse me. No, no, no. Cum- some of them were cumulative 36 yeah. hours, but some of them were I within 36 hours. I 100%ed every one of them. I 100%ed yeah. all of Arkham. I am... I don't know if I did, I did all of the Riddler challenges. But they're worth it. I might have cheated a little bit, but I did them all. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> um, matter. But Marvel Spider-Man, I still have a couple things left to do, but they're not storyline stuff. They're just... Uh, go save this person, go save that person. You know, like the random stuff that pops up. It, so, anyway. Yeah. Um, my, one of the biggest news, you know what, I'm going to kind of double back here because we're talking, we were talking about the Snyderverse. Ray Fisher uh, yeah. has come out, he's the guy who played Cyborg, and he's come out and, and he used to say, mm-hmm. oh, Joss Whedon was great. He's now said, no, nah, Joss Whedon sucked on set. He was very inappropriate and abusive and we've been hearing stuff about oh, Joss shit. Whedon for a while from people. Even his ex-wife is like, he's a hypocrite. And um, so having that, it just really sucks to have someone that I, I loved before 
uh, Joss Whedon uh, yeah. be called out on that. And it's not because Joss Whedon's being called out. It's because he's a, he's a D-bag, you know, like to do all that stuff. And he's not said anything about it. That's what the most annoying part is. He hasn't come out and said, I'm sorry for how I was or I'm sorry for how I've been. He just keeps on doing his stuff like it's not affecting him. And that's that's where he's going to get in trouble, I think. But I thought that was interesting. Hmm. And I don't know what inappropriate or abusive means in those contexts. Um, but I've, I've heard stuff yeah. about him just being pretty bad in general. So I'll, I'll move on from that. Sam Neill has said that he, Jeff Goldblum, and Laura Dern are all in Jurassic World Dominion for the whole film. Can't clap enough. So excited Fun. about that. And does this... So, remember we were talking about Event Horizon sequel? That He's coming back to that too, it. right? If they make Sam it. Neil? Oh, please. Um, please. But jo- Fallen Kingdom was such a tease because the trailers made it seem that Jeff Goldblum was going to be a big part. Mm. But he was only 30 seconds, yeah. if that. And so, to have them all mm. come back for, for a big amount of time, it just... I'm, I'm thankful for that. So, I really hope that... Yeah, it's a big deal. I really hope yeah. it's good. And um, one last thing, and it, it oh, will be. They're all yeah. good, well, but except for Lost World, maybe. I maybe. think Lost World is better than three. Jurassic Park three. But mm. anyway, but that Jurassic Park no, Lost three World is part two. Lost World now. Lost World's oh, okay. the Lost World's the My one bad. that stars Jeff Goldblum. Him and okay, his daughter's there with them and. That's right. Yeah. And his daughter is running away. Yeah. Yep. That's and then one. one last thing in news, which is pretty cool. The Fallout video games are getting a TV series on Amazon. They just teased that today. Yeah. Pretty cool. I, I hope Fallout. that it's good. I, I pray upon praise that they can do a really good job. I trust Amazon um, because they haven't really put out anything super bad. So, yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, Danny, have you ever wanted guns attached to your hands? No, not at all. I like my hands. Well, now you can't. Today's sponsor is me. I'm using my medical training to cleanly and precisely give you gun hands. That sounds like we'll need to talk to our lawyers about that first. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I didn't read it, so I just did the line. Uh, uh, we might have just have to leave this as is. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I checked it out. I just <laughs> signed a contract saying you won't sue me or us. Try it again. Try it again. I can't. I can't. can't I just. It's a good one though, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm no, not. <laughs> No, no, no. I checked it out. I just got to sign a contract saying you won't sue me or us. <laughs> you gotta get through this, man. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Uh, Try it one more time. No, I checked it out. Just gotta sign a contract saying you won't sue us. <laughs> I'll let someone from our viewership volunteer first. Thanks, Mark. No, thank you. Yay! All right, welcome to the elevator pitch. You know the deal by now, but just in case, your Mark's going to give me three random words, and I'm going to try to get through an elevator pitch of like 15 to 30 seconds, something to make up a movie. Mark, we always like these. Yeah, I do. Uh, I really love when the words are extremely random. I don't know if you like that so much. Like, I don't know if it's ever made you stumble up, but I, I kind of like when they're very random. So Yeah, today, me too. I like the this ridiculous stuff. Yeah. We have maybe one word that might be close to being somewhere near the movie. But anyways, that's a random word generator we're using. So that's the whole point, right? Uh, It's time to take a ride and listen to the elevator pitch. Are you ready, Danny? I am. Okay. Your three words are cook, sanity, and butcher. Wow. And they got to go together too? Like cook and butcher? Yeah. All right. So... There's a butcher, and he wants uh, nothing more than to be taken seriously as a cook at a restaurant, uh, a high-level chef. And so he he's trying to make that happen, but what he doesn't know is the meat is slowly poisoning him as he's uh. cutting meats and stuff. And he's starting to go crazy, 
he's losing. He's starting to go insane. His insanity is happening as he's cutting up this meat. And Maybe there's mercury losing control. Maybe, and so and it might be like the fish or something. We could say like it's a big fish that he's cutting up a lot. Anyway, so he starts going crazy. He's losing his sanity, and in that in that moments of like non-clarity, he thinks that he's a real chef. But as he starts going, he starts actually like using human meat and stuff uh, to cook stuff up. I don't know. And then we can go somewhere from there. You could. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Or yeah. it could be just like weird, like maybe none of it actually happened. We should start drawing it up. We'll call it the cook. Something like that. <laughs> too many cooks. Yeah. <laughs> too many cooks in the. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, that could be a line in it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Well, that was good, man. I really well, liked it. I, I actually, I'm kind of like, we should start writing that. That's how horror that's movies start, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and so passengers, we really, we've said this every single time, and, and of course, we're still in our infancy as a podcast. We would love for you to be on here doing this with us. We would love yeah. for you to review a movie with us. So if you're interested, please contact us. You have our contact information from the beginning of the episode, um, or you can even contact us on the Anchor app as well. We would love to hear from you, and um, if you would like to be on the show, please come on. Yeah, hit us up at the uh, aforementioned info links, and uh, we would love to have your participation. We really appreciate you listening, and we want to wish you a happy 4th of July. Yes. Well, you will have a happy, you will have had a happy 4th of July. We hope you had a happy 4th of July. All right, fellow passengers, that concludes our episode for today and this week. We hope to see you back next week. And as always, I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. And in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.